People undermine themselves, and that bothers me a lot. Welcome to Mac Thrive, a podcast where I want you to realize your full potential and become who you're supposed to be. What I truly believe is that every single person is good at something, but a great bunch of people don't success in finding that thing and often stop looking for it. So I want to help. The ultimate goal here is to give you clear guides and fundamentals that worked for me and I hope will work for you. However, I want that to be short and straight to the point because planting the seed is the most important thing. So let's jump right in. So the inspiration for this episode is coming from a story, something that happened not very long time ago. So I've been speaking with my friend or actually chatting on LinkedIn and he sent me an offer that he got. Good position, crazy money. And he wrote, you get that offer. What do you do? And I replied, well, I would apply for that. And then nothing happened. He's still working for the same company, same money, same job. And that's exactly the reason why I'm recording that episode. And I really hope this guy is listening to that. Because I saw that scenario so many times with so many great, talented people. I just can't comprehend that, to be fair. And it might sound like super weird, but I really do believe that I've met a lot of people who are in, let's say, worse position than I am professionally, but I think they're way better fit than I am, or they should be equal or even higher. And the main problem here, for some reason, is that the main thing stopping those guys and girls from thriving and skyrocketing their career is their own freaking brain and some kind of a handbrake that they have. And I'm really doing my best keeping this podcast non-explicit, especially this episode, because it drives me nuts. However, maybe there's something, a little seed that I'd be able to plant in at least one hat. And I really hope for that. I really do. Okay, so I had this episode regarding the imposter syndrome. So if you're curious about the psychological part of undermining oneself, go ahead, check it out. Highly recommend it, of course. But that's kind of a negative spectrum, right? But today what I wanted to focus on is actually a positive spectrum and a perspective that hopefully will be some kind of a call to action or at least a spark for some kind of a internal or external brainstorm. All right, so some of you who listened to previous stuff knows that I very like systems and I'm also quite passionate about the leverage concept. And coming back to this leverage thing, what I'm always trying to show is that in terms of professional work, there are two sides of the leverage, which is you, your value, your skills, your experience, will of initiative, etc. And on the other side of the leverage, you have the organization that's kind of a giving you the feedback of your actions, right? The longer the leverage on each side, the bigger the movement and the impact in the end of the day. And here's something what I didn't say during that episode, and I think it's crucial in terms of today's topic, meaning the organizational side of the leverage, right? Like company, society, group of friends, projects, whatever you want to say, is fluid, meaning it can change. You can change your job, you can move to another place, you can change your spouse, you can change a team where you work. Sometimes it's harder, sometimes it's not, but in the end of the day, it's doable. The other side of the leverage, however, can't be replaced at all because it's you. You can't get rid of yourself. You can't get rid of your values, can't get rid of your thoughts, your perspectives. Also, you can't get rid of your experiences, your skills, your achievements, testimonials, certificates, diplomas, and so on. 
However, the good side is is that you can change, you can evolve and develop, right? Sometimes principles change. On the other hand, the new ideas, new goals are sparking in life and that's completely normal, right? And I dare to say that that's kind of a nature of humans. Plus, you're carrying something very, very important within your part of the leverage, which is reputation. And this element can be literally a door opener or door closer. Or if we're speaking in that leverages metaphor your reputation can be a key component to give you the access to very valuable in your personal perspective organizational leverages so the other side right and here's the deal and i think you know where i'm going to which leverage is more important the one that you connect to or the one you carry on your own back obvious answer right of course we need to forget that everything's interconnected and we live in a system and our environment have an impact on us in physical and psychological way, of course. But in the end of the day, we can change the environment. But our own leverage is way more important. And coming back to the beginning of this idea, this episode, I think people in general, and definitely that the people that I mentioned in the beginning, so like super talented, extremely well-educated and experienced, tend to forget that their side of a leverage is giving hell of a strong feedback the longer it is. And in the end of the day, it's actually up to them to choose what's going to be on the other side of the leverage that we're talking about. So here's the craziest thought. What if I told you that you can choose your freaking organization, your other side of leverage, because you are the main part of the leverage and you got to choose, not the organizations are choosing you. And right now I'm hearing like millions of objections. Way easier said than done, of course. However, just to prove my point or make it a little more believable, I will completely egoistically speak about myself. But the reason is that there's like no other story that I know better, right? Simple as that. So I had a couple conversations with people that I know, and these were regarding the market or specialization that I have, meaning ERP systems. Interesting companies, very good money, quite of a niche technology, yet a lot of companies are using that. However, not many people specializes in this area, so quite a good deal. And whenever I try to convince somebody, why don't you try? If you're not happy with your work, go ahead. The market is definitely not saturated and there's a plenty of space and hell of a lot of resources to learn from. And then, of course, there's a world of objections and excuses like, yeah, but you're an IT guy, you have your background, all that stuff you can imagine. Well, here's the deal. I am a freaking social worker. I'm not a developer. I haven't published any even website using clear code i've been using always some kind of a creators etc the only thing that i do and i did was using some part of my rational brain being able to speak with people and i was willing to learn simple as that i'm not a genius i'm not the it graduate etc and i'm not trying to undermine myself but the main point is that if i could do that anybody could do it like really i literally believe that or to look from a broader perspective if a social worker could learn that i really think anybody could do this and what's even more significant i did that through years and kind of learned organically i didn't have a plan i just did what i thought is correct and sometimes i was right but a lot of times i was wrong and i've just wasted my time and hours my road would be way faster if i would use some kind of a framework for example a framework that i've shared in previous episodes check it out like if you want to learn anything maybe that will work for you definitely works for me currently and that's a situation where we're talking about getting a new skill right or 
completely changing your profession or finding a really new career path. But now imagine that you have your current skills and you're on the correct path, but for some reason you're stuck. Or look at the other something. Why don't I do that? I think I could be enough. Or maybe I'm not. And that's the worst thing because you don't know. And the beauty of trying and asking questions is that you get answers. So why not trying to change that environment and change the other side of the leverage? Or make it longer, wider, by changing your role within the organization you're in. And if you don't ask, there's very little chance that it will come to you by itself. Sometimes it does, but it can be overwhelming and I don't think it's nice to be unprepared for that. And coming back to asking and trying, the worst thing can happen is being rejected. However, you can learn what you're lacking, actually. And maybe, okay, you're not that great or not great enough, but at least now you know what you're lacking and what are the things that you can work on, new stuff you should learn to open that new and highly likely better doors, opportunities, right? And to wrap it up, kind of a bonus tip. I'm also a great fan of the True North and North Star concept. If you haven't done it yet, I really recommend taking a piece of paper or opening your friendly neighborhood Word or Google Docs, whatever, it's free. And write down your principles. Write down what you want to achieve and what do you expect from yourself and from life and from the organizations you're working for or professional environment you're in. And I believe this would make choosing that other side of the leverage way easier and would make your life better in the end of the day because if you have your filter set in stone then you'll be able to make sure that your goals and path is in line with the environment you're choosing and unfortunately i think that's not very common all right that's it for today thank you for joining and thank you for your time stay consistent peace